important this is Adiket and I host the evening show on 94.3 Radio 1 and me along with Fabian sir getting you politics for dummies where we understand politics then and now we understand politics right and left so what are you waiting for put on your headphones and strap on because you are going to have a ride of your life welcome joining us today is Mr Fabian All right guys welcome back Fabian and I are here on Politics for Dummies after a nice winter uh, starting break our Diwali vacation uh, kind of enjoyed enjoyed the couple of few days that we had uh, Fabian how was your Diwali Diwali was peaceful and enjoyable uh-huh. and no noise with crackers good good that is very good uh, unfortunately i fell ill so i couldn't enjoy as much as my friends and my family members but uh, i too did have a peaceful diwali that's good that's very important to have right now peace in life is very important but clearly our uh, representatives don't believe in peace they only want problems uh, and uh, today fabian and i are going to talk about a very important part of politics and that is climate change deniability uh we all know things are changing for us on a very fast rapid scale and uh, there are a lot of people who deny it there are a lot of people who support it and of course there is a political angle to it so getting into this uh fabian let's the most basic question ever how did we get into this mess let's start from that <laughs> thank you you know it's interesting that uh, we are having this uh, glasgow meeting true because it was in glasgow that james watt perfected the steam engine remember uh-huh. yeah you know? yeah yeah by heat and then you get steam and then you can use the steam for locomotion true okay now that started well in 1712 when such an engine was invented by a man called thomas newcomb okay yeah and later james watt in uh, say 1784 or about perfected it yeah now by 1800 the industrial revolution we can say had taken off the population was 1 billion population of the world was yeah. 1 billion then by 1804 you know there was a main sort of a sample of a railway train and all that okay by 1927 the co2 emitted per annum became 1 billion tons okay and it went on increasing 
I'll tell you later how much it is. But it went on increasing. Okay. Now, what does uh, CO2 do? Well, half the CO2 produced is retained in the earth, plants and otherwise. But the other half goes up and then that CO2 remains there as a blanket, so to say. True. Okay. Then what happens to the energy that comes from the sun? The earth, uh, you know, sends out some energy in the infrared range. True. Okay. Now, what is sent out in the infrared range? Well, the CO2, you know, blanket permits half of that to go away, but the other half is retained or sent back. Sent back. In other words, the temperature goes up. But let me also tell you that CO2 has been doing a great job till the Industrial Revolution because we need a certain temperature for global surface temperature for life to exist and flourish. True. So without that CO2 blanket, we would not have had life existing and flourishing. But with the industrial activity, the amount of CO2 increased and the warming started. Now, people speak of, you know, we should keep it below 1.5 between now and 2100. Frankly, Aniket, this is not a very wise talk because we have already registered 1.2. So let us speak plain English and say that between now, that is 2021 and 2100, the English should not be more than 0.3 degrees. Degree. 0.3, that we should be talking about, not 1.5. Okay. Okay. So we have to be specific. Okay. Okay. Now, let's see who did it. It was mainly the North, the global North, the rich North that contributed to the accumulation of CO2. The global South came into the picture much later. Say, by 1970 onwards and all that. Okay. So there was this protocol in Kyoto. Japan. That protocol was in 1997. Okay. Okay. There was a big conference. Now, if you permit me, I want to tell you something about Kyoto. Yeah. Kyoto was originally listed among the cities to be destroyed by the atomic bomb. Alongside Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yes, but Nagasaki was not there. Okay, it was Hiroshima and Kyoto. Well, Kyoto and the three four others. Okay, okay, okay. okay, okay. What happened was that the Secretary for War of the United States, Timson, he had spent his honeymoon in Kyoto. So he went and told President Truman, please take Kyoto out. Otherwise, Kyoto, which had not been bombed till then, conventional bombing, was an ideal candidate for nuclear bombing. That's how Kyoto escaped. Okay. Now, that Kyoto conference enunciated a very important principle that is common but differentiated responsibilities and capabilities. Okay. Meaning, 
to make keep the planet safe is a common responsibility of you and me of global north and global south yeah. but the responsibility varies you global north uh, spoiled the planet degraded the planet much more yeah than i global south have done yeah also you global north have more co- capabilities than i have yeah okay now the us senate rejected it okay so we had to work hard and we worked hard you know there have been other conferences i won't go into it yeah uh, but uh, basically what has happened is that the global north has uh, moved away from its responsibilities you know okay that is what has happened in fact let's put it this way we have a big problem because of human activity co2 and methane methane is another gas but co2 is the main thing okay do methane's capacity to send back infrared uh, radiation is much more but then you see co2 lasts longer and co2 gives more trouble so these so called greenhouse gases these are there that is our main problem but equally important the other problem is that the global north has refused till now i repeat till now to make available to the global south the money and the technology okay you see okay you may have heard if i may continue for one more second yes please you may have heard about the so called 100 billion dollars to be made available per annum okay we talk about it now basically this was decided way back in 2009 okay and it was said that it will be made available by 2020 or before okay per annum but the first 100 billion they haven't done they have only got 80 billion and not only that they say they have got 80 billion we have no clear picture as to how much has been actually handed over oecd which is supposed to sort of tell us all this is keeping mum so that is why i said the bigger problem is the culpability of the north okay good let me stop all right uh now having said that we've seen a lot of uh, news articles and trending stories about how um you know all these big wigs who came to the conferences came on their private jets to talk about you know uh, global warming and all of that now uh, i kind of want to understand that uh, we do believe that we are sole responsible like there is nobody else apart from humans animals don't go ahead and fly in planes and animals don't go ahead and burn coal and rubber and stuff like that to build electricity and uh, things like that it's us humans who have done this uh, for a longer longer time now of course there were pros and cons of it and we kind of pushed the envelope by creating this muck for ourselves but at this point of time uh where does india lie in this entire situation in this conference in this conversation in this situation where do we as indians lie and what is our political stand for this well, india has taken what i would call a very responsible position okay because i'll tell you why i told you about a common but differentiated capability and responsibility uh-huh. now in that context people say that uh, india is a big emitter 
Well, let's look at it. The biggest emitter is China now. True, 100%. Not historically. Mm. China. And now that accounts for 29.18%. Okay? That is 10 billion tons a year. Okay? U.S. next, 14%. Uh, that is 5.4 billion tons. India, the third, 7%, 2.65 billion tons. In other words, very briefly, China at the top, half of China, U.S., and half of U.S., India. Now, if you look at it per capita, after all, we have to look at it per capita, no? Yeah, yeah. The United States comes at the top with 15.52 tons per capita, per annum. China, 7.38 tons. India, 1.91. I repeat, 1.91 as compared to 15.52 of the United States and 7.38 of China. So, in terms of, you know, India's contribution, if you look at it, you know, it is not to be exaggerated. It's importance. Yeah. In spite of us being still lower in per capita and otherwise as well, we still are being blamed just because we are the scapegoats here. Is that what the situation is? Up to a point. But at the same time, we have a responsibility which we have to discharge. And uh, I'm glad that the Prime Minister has made that intervention in Glasgow. Okay. If I may say so, a couple of elements of that intervention. One is that net zero by 2070. Okay. Now, it's. Uh, I think it is reasonable. But I should also add, I won't be there in 2070. Yeah. No, and neither would I. Uh, well, you will be there. <laughs> Let's so hope. The current so. rate we are going, okay. Fabian, I don't think so. Anybody will be there. But yeah, I mean, we could be hopeful. Okay. So, so to my mind, unless uh, there is a plan which specifically says this is what is going to be done in the next three years, five years, ten years, to talk of 2070 or even of 2050, well, it is quite impressive, but not very convincing. Absolutely. Okay? But Absolutely. nevertheless, it is good to have a target. A hundred percent. Okay. Now, second point is about emissions intensity. Okay. That is, if you look at, you know, the emissions per unit of GDP, okay, there the Prime Minister said that uh, we shall reduce it by 45% between 2005 and 2030. Okay. Which is important, you know. Which is important. Now comes the renewables. We have said that the renewables, 50% of our electricity generation will be by renewables by 2030. Okay. Important. We have made great progress with renewables, but we'll have to make greater progress for that. But All right. Fair enough. Then about forest cover, Prime Minister did not say anything, but it's important. It's one of our, uh, you know, weak areas. You see? And also, let's also be very clear. You know, the country contribution target, that is important. Not just announcements as people have been making, you know, Boris Johnson and others. Yeah. You know, I can say anything about what I will do for 2070. Okay. But I should tell you what I'm doing for 2021, 2022, 2023, 2024, you know, that sort of thing. Present. All right. All right. 
All right. So having said all of that, um, uh, clearly we are going towards uh, fixing things that we kind of did over the last few years for the future generation. Clearly, you and I would not be there to reap the benefits of a world which would be so what utopian. Uh, clearly for me, I have only felt like things are going to be dystopian for us. Uh, there is no utopia at this point of time. But uh, but at this point of time, uh, Fabian, what are you hopeful for? Are you hopeful for the fact that maybe, maybe there would be a generation who would see a better world or will it be Mad Max for everybody? Well, I am cautiously hopeful because not only what the governments do, is important, but also what you and I do also is important. Yeah. And there it comes to our individual behavior. And if I may quote Mahatma Gandhi, the earth, the air, the land, and the water are not an inheritance from our forefathers, but on loan from our children. So we have to hand it over to them, at least in the same condition as we got it. Okay. Fair enough. That absolutely makes sense and that absolutely tracks. Uh, at this point of time, we also need to understand that uh, there is a Glasgow uh, you know, meeting that's going on, which we will talk about very soon in the upcoming podcast because uh, clearly that's not finished yet. Uh, uh, we are sitting, what, today? We are on the first eight days of November and it will take another couple of more days. So maybe in the next episode, you will find us talking about that. But as of now, uh, guys, we are the sole responsible people and perpetrators of the pollution that we have out there. And we got to be responsible. I mean, us in our individual capacities cannot really bring down the whole emission levels, but uh, we could really do something or something about it. That's about it. Uh, for now, Fabian, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. Uh, we'll continue doing more season episodes. All you have to do is follow us on HG Smartcast, follow us on hgsmartcast.com. Uh, of course, you can write to me on uh, my Instagram handle, that's Radio Aniket. And of course, you can ask Fabian any political related questions and we'll try to answer them on the podcast itself. Uh, we'll see you soon, guys. Till then, take care. Bye-bye and stay safe. This was a Radio 1 production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.